0: welcome back to hire everyone
1: the podcast where we help you reach higher in your career and learn with experts in recruitment entrepreneurship marketing and many more about what it takes to become a leader in your dream industry
0: and on today's episode we learn about how to build an entrepreneurial multiverse hit that beat tom So you want to make it on your own, do you? Work. Slay. Thrive. Make that moolah.
1: Love moolah.
0: But it doesn't just fall from the sky, does it?
1: Nope. Ain't nobody gonna make it rain for you, except yourself.
0: An ancient rain dance certainly won't
1: cut it. You know me. I'm all about that frequent dance break. LOL, Tom. It can be slim pickings out there on the job market, which is why the month of March is dedicated to learning from seasoned pros that have made it on their own and about how you can do it too
0: kicking us off is johan franzin founder of entnest a hub for entrepreneurs to meet thrive and grow together johan has the sexiest business model out there i'm telling you
1: linkedin slack zoom future sponsors you better watch out the competition is fierce let's go get it
0: We've got Johan in the house.
1: Thank you so much, Johan, for joining us. Um, So tell the audience, we've told the audience a little bit about who you are already in the introduction. But in your own words, give us your elevator pitch up the Empire State Building so we have a little bit more time to listen to your magic.
2: Excellent. So first, of course, thank you for having me. Great to be here. And uh, yeah, my pitch basically is social media is here to stay. But there is not really the trust that we're looking for, the accountability or consequences, actually, from bad behavior. That's the one thing. The second thing, entrepreneurship is the future of work. The third thing, there is too much duplication and I think too little synergies. We are all virtually connected, but we're not really connecting. So... I think it's important that we look at change. And are you interested in knowing more?
1: (laughs) Of course. keep going. I mean, I'd say we're about halfway Uh, halfway up the Empire State. A few
2: more floors to go. Exactly. Well, uh, we will get to a few more questions I get a little bit uh, bit later on here. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's all about creating and enabling the entrepreneurship ecosystem to work together in a different way than what is happening today.
0: I absolutely love that it's so true as well like we all have these connections that we like you said we don't really connect to all the time you can have hundreds of followers or thousands in fact and you don't actually connect with them so really great to talk to you today and I think you're going to have Definitely got a few sneaky little tips that you're going to keep till the end though, right?
2: Absolutely. There's always (laughs) a few extra things at the end.
0: (laughs) Great. So I think what we're going to do first is obviously talk about your company. So we have Entnest and we want to talk a little bit more about especially the technical aspects um, of actually getting a new business up and running. But first, let's talk a little bit about career changes. You were at Procter & Gamble for 10 years, right? So what made you leave there
2: yeah actually i even was working for procter gamble for 20 years uh, but oh, wow. uh, oh, 20. I w- yeah <laughs> i mean i loved my years there but i think uh, like so many of us we think yeah, that maybe life is not only about uh, uh, delivering bottom line results to the corporations right so at ten years, I started thinking about um, yeah, what's my purpose and what am I passionate about? And it's not really the status quo. So even though I was very fortunate to have a, a very good corporate life with almost like golden handcuffs, you feel sometimes I think. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was really looking at uh, what uh, is wrong in the world and what am I passionate about? So that that really made me. Take the the plunge eventually
1: there, and um, wanting to move forward and do something a little bit different. See, I love that narrative so much because I'm finding myself in a very similar situation at the moment. You know, we live in Switzerland. I'm currently looking out the window over the gorgeous Lac Leman, which is the lake that is connecting Geneva and Lausanne, and um, I'm just about to leave my corporate position as well. And so, my next question pertains to this idea that we're often fed um, that you either you have to choose, either you're going to have your very cushy nine to five job. um, or risk it all you know um, investing your life savings into your business all or nothing you know like roulette bet it all on red and then hope and pray for the best Um, so I wonder how is this for you how did you you know financially and also um, sort of mentally transition from the security of a paycheck at the end of the month to actually launching your entrepreneurial career
2: Yeah, it's a great question. I think uh, clearly entrepreneurship is very, very different to corporate life. And uh, I only found out after I had left, basically, I thought being successful and doing a lot in the corporate life, uh, you're going to be well set up for uh, doing your own thing and so on also. And I found that that is not really the case. Um, I think it, it is clearly a risk. But I think nowadays also the choice in many cases is is basically made for you, especially now with the corona times and everything. I think we're seeing more people getting laid off and so on. And I left already seven years ago and of my own choice. But I think it will be even harder for the people today to try and find a similar job outside of, of what they currently have. So I think it's important basically for for all the people, no matter what situation you're in, and uh, on top for society as a whole to think about how can we sustain um, uh, yeah, the population going forward. And I think a lot of people are really thinking long and hard about that. And uh, people might think that they are alone, but they are absolutely not. So it's critical to have a great network around you. And uh, I was very fortunate with my corporate life, as I said, and uh, uh, I've also had uh, a lot of good people around Mm me and uh, that believed in me and in the idea. So from an economic situation, yes, I am in a less favorable situation right now compared to what I had at that time. But I'm much more happy and content with my life. And I think that's quite a critical element
1: also. Okay, I mean, you know, it's always scary, but you, if you want to pursue your dreams, nothing good ever comes without investment, right? Whether that be an investment of risk, an investment of time. I mean, so I tried to script my own homepage in HTML and WordPress for about five months um, because it was the free option, and then in the end, I said, you know what, I can't do this. I don't want to be an HTML coder. I'm actually just going to go to, you know, in my case, Squarespace, where it then took me two weeks to do it. so quick follow-up question to what you just said. Does every business that gets off the ground require a lot of startup capital? Or was, it, was that the case for you? Or did you start with an idea that could actually spread on its own without having to put lots of money in it for nest?
2: Ah, Entenest is um, a, a, a SaaS business. It's a platform. Uh, it does require quite a lot of investment in the beginning. I didn't really have those skills and so on. So yes, for sure, uh, there was the need for for some serious uh, capital. Clearly, I don't think that every business needs a lot of uh, of investment. It really depends on what type of uh, business that you're, you're you're passionate about. I think a key element is is passion but um i think it's of course always better to have a little bit more cash than too little right and uh, things will also very often take a little bit longer than what you're expecting to to actually come through and so on there so it's better to be a little bit prepared at least
0: yeah, there's so many things coming out of even this first part of our <laughs> podcast. And I think this month, well, I don't think, I know this month is about entrepreneurship and we have many others coming on as well. And there's different types of business models as well. So I think, you know, to kick off our general reflection, we'd like to talk a bit more about Ethnest and, and, and it probably in a bit more detail and exactly what it is and what your members get out of it. I think that would be really, really great for our listeners.
2: Yeah, so Entnest, uh, it it is like a big toolbox, I would say, for the entrepreneurship ecosystem in particular. And that can be anything from aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, university students, um, people with a regular day job and so on, to uh, established entrepreneurs to different types of support organizations like uh, uh, accelerators, incubators, co-working spaces, educational institutes, even multinationals and NGOs and so on. And the core element is really to connect real humans and across and within the networks. But we're doing it on, uh, we think, much higher ethics values and principles, and those are very important elements then. So, so in a nutshell, we're combining elements from, for instance, email, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Zoom, Slack, Meetup, Upwork, etc. Entnest is based on invitation only. So you can only get in with an invitation. Once you're inside, everybody can see who invited you, which brings a lot of extra uh, trust and uh, quality to it. And once you're inside, you can invite whoever you want. But here's the caveat you are accountable for the people that you bring in. So if you bring in bad people, um, they will get kicked out, and uh, most likely also the, pe- the person who invited those people taking bad actions will also get excluded. And I think that's, that's what is missing in the world today, as we said. And it's all about trust, collaboration, and creating much more mutual value together.
1: So um, I'm going to actually, with your permission, Johan, I'm going to include the link to Endnest in the show notes um, below this episode so that anybody in the audience that is interested in it can have a peek, have a poke, have a look. And then if you're interested to join EntNest, um, you can uh, send a request to either Nikki or myself who are both members um, of the community already and we'll have a look at your profile, we'll have a chat and um, then we will become your sponsors on the platform as well. Um which, you know, you mentioned before, this is a software as a service um, type of business, which there's so many of them out there. And you have this this wonderful idea of pulling from all the individual's strengths without the weaknesses from these other things like Slack, Facebook, um, WhatsApp, Zoom that you've spoken about before. Can you tell us about, you know, are there, Do you have you witnessed success stories? Um, maybe the, you know, the birth of a new collaboration of new alliances on your platform, businesses that have accelerated because they were in the Entnest community Um, have established their network, curated it, and then um, could take their career to the next level.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all about creating success stories and uh, making people wanting to be part of it. And uh, yeah, there are plenty. Um, for instance, uh, one that comes to my mind is a guy from a country actually quite far away, not at all part of our target audience or anything like that at the beginning. But, but he came back to me privately and said, I've been on LinkedIn for 13 years. And for the last six years, I've been a paying member to LinkedIn. And now I've been in Entness for one month and I already have more and better results than what I had after all those 13 years in LinkedIn. Wow. So that's one, <laughs> yeah, that's one example. Uh, there are many, many other people also who are, as i said before i think we're all to some extent overwhelmed from all the different and separate tools and and i think you can very often feel a bit lonely uh, out there we're all connected i said but we're uh, we're not really connecting and there's a lot of people now Finding other great people that they can really have a a, a true, trusted, and and heartfelt uh, um, communication with. Um, So, a lot of people finding each other, talking about uh, their ideas and taking those forward. Um, So, these are for people more on the aspiring side, but there are also people who already had businesses uh, where they have found complementing services, either locally, if they are delivering to uh, or their uh, customer base is local that they could combine efforts and and yeah and create a bigger a bigger pie for their clients together with somebody else right and that's that's a great feeling uh, and there were also other people who are in one certain region and they have now hooked up then with people from other regions but delivering sort of similar type of uh, elements and and again um, with that, then they have an opportunity of expanding their services and uh, and working together with others. I think it's much more fun to work together than trying to do everything by yourself.
0: Hey, that's amazing. And listen, don't, stop giving away all your secrets already. <laughs> We've got plenty more time. We want people to listen to the end. OK, because um, you mentioned LinkedIn, right? We, we did speak about LinkedIn last week in the last yeah. couple of or sorry, last month. Um, but, you know, we went into that a bit deeper and how to use it for your career but I think you're you're absolutely right people have been on there for many years and, and getting frustrated with it and being you know the, the gold member or whatever it's called and, and you still you know still getting kind of strange messages and things where it doesn't really go anywhere you know you think it might be a lead but it's not so this is really great I think we will go a bit deeper into it of course um but we would like to go back to kind of the idea of how you created it. You know, what was your idea? A bit deeper into that um, having a purpose rather than just creating a business because, right. And how do you put that operational plan together? Um, like, what does a good plan look like and how do you like, what do you put in that plan? How do you actually make it happen?
1: okay tom yeah. sorry to, tom butting in on the question because just so just so that the audience knows we always have a little pre-call with our guest speakers and i have threatened johan with uh, the fact that we are going to ask him about all the juicy technical details of how to actually get a business off the ground right so what is your first step whom do you call what you know how do you how do you get a home page up and running all this basic stuff okay johan back over to you apologies <laughs> Yeah, I think
2: uh, it's absolutely crucial. And and for many of us, then, of course, having the corporate experience, we're doing uh, a lot of uh, one-pagers and writing up different strategy pages and so on there. So I do think uh, there are a number of things that you can utilize from your corporate life or if you're coming from university, there's a lot of discussions regarding how to set that up. And there's something called the business canvas, Not sure if you're aware of it, but I think that's an excellent one-pager. And uh, uh, I think that's where I would start. Uh, I would not start with a full business plan. I mean, 20, 30 pages, 50 pages, whatever the number uh, is that you want to put together, that is way too much at the beginning. I think it's much more important to think about what are you passionate about, what uh, is your value proposition to the clients that, uh, that you foresee? Who are those different clients, by the way? Can you have different segments and so on? And do they have different pain points? Um, How can you uh, address those different pain points in different ways? And what are the different resources that you need? Do you need a website? Do you need uh, an app? Do you need uh, an office? Uh, Do you need machinery? Do you need a a fixed location? Uh, So you also need to, I think, think about who can be partners and of course uh, you definitely should be thinking about the cost the cost structure both in the short term in the startup but also going forward and so on there uh, linked then to that of course you need to think about uh, different revenue streams uh, will you have one product or service or will you have many and how will you price them according to um, the 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 clients and so on that you have there so it's important to do a liquidity plan. Uh, cash is king. There's no question about that. Uh, and it's, uh, it doesn't matter if your plan is and your idea is great. If you don't have the liquidity to pursue and, and complete it, then it doesn't really matter. So you have to have the liquidity in, in place, right? So, yeah.
0: It's still all a bit scary to me, actually, because (laughs) (laughs) as Tom knows, I've got loads of ideas in my head and I've always, you know... Even in my young, you know, 20s, I thought of ideas and the scariest I kind of stopped, I think, because of that. It was like business plan is like 40 pages long. I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know how to start. So (laughs) that's brilliant. Like a one pager, even, you know, knowing your audience, where your audience are is also key as well. Right. Maybe they're not on websites anymore. Maybe it's an app that you have to Mm. do. You know, those types of things are the things that can help make someone like me feel a bit more confident to actually go for it.
1: Yeah. That's a wonderful point. I think this um, getting started, the biggest hurdle can be, oh my goodness, where do I actually start? And interestingly, and it's almost the same thing as when you procrastinate a work project, sometimes it helps to just open a document and start writing about it and think about the form factor later, right? And I think the business model canvas, it's just such an easy, simple tool where you can drop information into and it does the sorting and organizing for you, which is great. Um, But so compound question the first sneaky that you didn't know about <laughs> how big is end nest how many people do you have in it uh, so we have about
2: five and a half thousand people now inside and uh, we're quite pleased with that we spent the le- uh, the first couple of years basically putting the the technical possibilities in place and it's only as of i would say november last year and now it's february uh, in the year after in 2021 here and uh, yeah 5500 i think that's a a great number we're in more than we have members then in more than 60 countries we have started now uh, looking at increasing the team to look at more outreach and so on so we have entered a different uh, a different phase no question about it
1: that is phenomenal audience members if you are keen do not sleep on this it's going to be brilliant <laughs> um so as a compound question question number two oftentimes when we think about okay we're going to make our plan we have a business model the um, canvas and now we can just keep running forever but there's a saying in the diving community that goes plan your dive and dive your plan is that a reality and a saying that was true for you as an entrepreneur as well? Or did you have to, and we hear it all the time, pivot a little bit? Were there obstacles that you had to sort of, you know, that you didn't foresee in the beginning?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's really the beautiful and really fun element. Also, it doesn't matter how far you have thought about your idea. I think yeah, I can guarantee you there will be changes coming your way. Right. So, so it's one thing to have a great plan. But uh, a, a lot of things will really not go to plan. So I'm still coming back to the business canvas. I think it's excellent to use post-its a lot and just move them around and see and add and remove and so on. And and that's really what we did. Also, we draw a lot of uh, bubbles in the beginning of uh, which kind of features do we absolutely have to have? And and then that has grown uh, exponentially, basically as we moved forward and. Um, we have added and removed so clearly you need to be uh, flexible but you also need to be quite determined in order to be able to to drive forward on those uh, different things and that's where i think passion and stamina comes in right so uh, but it's absolutely clear Uh, i am going to be extremely surprised if you're not needing to do any type of change to your plan So, um, yeah, change is good. I think that's another very interesting element, right? So people are scared very many times of, of change. But I think change is good and fun. So be ready for it. Be open to it. It will happen. That's basically my view.
1: This is very true. I'm not going to let you off the hook that easily. Is it, would you be able to summon an, an, a concrete example of um, something unexpected that happened while you were launching Entness that made you have to um, change your approach? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, now, uh, a year ago, uh, COVID came in, right? I mean, talk
2: about change for all of us. So Entness, we didn't have video conference capability a year ago. And we, of course, realized that uh, uh, even though we thought uh, our different modules and so on were um, very much in line with what the world needs, um, this drastic change for all, all of us made it really clear that we need to have video capability, uh, sort of like uh, an, a real alternative to Zoom or Skype or Team or whatever it is that you're using today, right? But uh, something that we think it's a little bit better and more combined with uh, the right other elements and so on there.
0: Yeah, because then I suppose it goes back to your, you know, your point at the start where people have platforms everywhere. You know, you have your yeah. platform for a video, you'd have your platform yeah. for your audio. So it's really great that you were able to make that change and, and something that you've spoken about a yeah. lot. Um, What I'm very curious about now is your business model, because as we also said a little bit at the start, there's many different types of business models. We'd like to know a little bit more about yours and how do you monetize?
2: Very good question. Um, Yeah, I mean, nobody can live on free, right? So there has to be some revenue coming in somehow from somewhere. So clearly, Entnest is a -a software-as-a-service SaaS model, as it's called. So there are free elements, and they're actually quite big. But uh, um, by paying a little bit of a subscription, then uh, you will get even more. And everybody starts in Entnest as a, a physical person no matter who you are and so on there so everybody has a private physical profile at the beginning which starts as free and if you want to upgrade that you can do it and we're talking symbolic amounts right so upgrade from a basic to a plus is 35 swiss francs for 12 months it's not even a beer and a pizza in Geneva. So, <laughs> so, so, and it's not we,
0: LinkedIn, which is that per month, right? Yeah, I think the LinkedIn right
2: now, the latest I checked was 78 uh, francs per month. So 9.50 or something like that uh, for, for 12 months. So compare that then to 35 francs for 12 months. That's for you as a private person. If you then want to for instance set up uh, your business profile it's going to be a little bit more investment but still really small fees so currently uh, the business model profile is 99 swiss francs again for 12 months so even with the two of them in combination you're at basically a tenth uh, or an eighth of what you would pay in in linkedin and we think it would be So much more value for you. We don't have any advertisement and so on there. So uh, and on top, we will come to that a little bit later on. uh, So (laughs) (laughs)
1: keep that one. (laughs)
2: But uh, yeah, I'm keeping that one for a little while longer. Uh, And then, of course, if you are a slightly bigger organization, uh, the the investment for you is going to be slightly higher. But again, it's going to be pocket money and symbolic amounts so um yeah i think it's uh it's gonna be really a, a no-brainer for both people and organizations and and that's uh, it, it's part of what we th- we want to be different in the this mm-hmm. way of how we're dealing with uh, the monetization and so on there
1: okay so i'm currently a free member of and and you know different 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 services are. um people need to choose what works best for them right somebody might want to invest into uh, into the linkedin pro account maybe that's where they get their value maybe that's where their network lives at the moment but so make the business plan for me and for our audience members attractive right so sell it to me what do i get (laughs) if i'm on the business model for 99 bucks a year
2: Yeah, I think we're really uh, wanting to be very different compared to the big uh, tech giants and uh, sort of monopolistic organizations out there today. So uh, I would like to take an example, and uh, I I hate to use other company names and so on really there, but we have an excellent example of Slack, for instance, here. So if you are a Slack user, you probably are aware that uh, they were acquired for... Or 27 billion a couple of months ago and my question to you then as a slack owner how much of that 27 billion are you expecting to get and i think most people say absolutely zero they're not expecting anything right and that's part of what, what we think is is very wrong out there today right of course it's been the company that has um, Uh, created the technicalities and so on for making this happen but in reality the reason for it being so valuable is because people using it and uh, creating the value through it so wouldn't it be appropriate and more in line with the circular and uh, sharing economy that that the users actually get a a bigger uh, a portion of that uh, that value that is actually being created so, so Entness, then, we, uh, we have already from the beginning said that we're going to give back at least 51% of the value that is being created through Entness. So one reason for you to upgrade, you would then be eligible to receive parts of the, the, the profit and the value and so on there. And we think that's a beautiful opportunity. Uh, we also think it's uh, uh, at the beginning, then, you you have with your private profile basically small groups, small events, and small different things. And although we think small is the right way, uh, if you in, um, go with the upgrade or business profiles and so on, you can have a little bit bigger events and groups and so on. And I think that's another great element then of really uh, getting connected to the right people. But we never want to have groups like, I don't know, uh, 5,000 people or 50,000 or 500,000 people or something like that, because what we are uh, experiencing ourselves being in such groups, there is basically nothing happening in there. It's all monologues and people trying to sell you whatever it is that they uh, they want to sell, but it's not leading to the type of dialogue that I think is needed in the world today. So
1: wow you have yeah. <laughs> so, you have i mean you have so much going on for you here right so we have a tiered membership subscription model and um, we have almost like a community investment model where you can buy into the business of ant nest through your subscription as well and uh, should johan um, you know at one point monetize <laughs> the wonderful ant nest you can actually get a cut out of this as an entrepreneur with your own business or even if you have a nine-to-five job so i think if dear audience members if you want to know more about this check out our post on instagram go higher podcast um about this episode if you've got any more questions please post them we'd be super keen to have a follow-up chat with johan fish for some answers for you um but now let's hop into the next chapter of this particular episode which is all around skill sets network and promotion nikki take it away
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we wanted to kind of tap into the skill sets that you know you might have first but also we also want our listeners to think about their skill sets, what they have brought from their previous experience. You know, we all have experiences no matter the minute we're born, right? So some people feel that maybe they have only worked for a year or they've just come out of university and they don't have that many skills but in fact you do you have so many skills we spoke when we spoke the other day we were talking about sport you know bringing in skills from sport all of those things that I can bring as well in my career um but what skills did you bring on your journey and how did they help you create Entnest?
2: Yeah, so my expertise is in the strategic sourcing, procurement, logistics uh, side. And I think uh, from that, I mean, it's about buying from people. All business is personal, of course. And I think it's a critical element to be able to read the character of other people, which sometimes is very hard, and especially online, and when you're not sure even if you can trust on the profile picture that you see and so on. So, character reading and really connecting. I think is is a crucial element and um, yeah it's part of what I think I'm 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 good at and what I'm trying to convey through the opportunity of Entnest, of course also so so but uh, then looking at uh, Entnest, of course um, it's very very heavily dependent on coding. And and of course, I do not have any coding skills whatsoever.
0: <laughs> Neither uh, do we. So, yeah,
2: so th- that was, I, I, I mean, at the beginning, I did uh, try a little bit. So I, I can probably get my way around WordPress, Joomla and Drupal and so on to some extent. But clearly, I mean, not to the extent that this would be anything that would be, would be worth much. So so building on my expertise, strategic sourcing, I did my due diligence uh, for selecting the right people or organizations for, for basically everything that I felt I could not do or where other had slightly higher skills uh, than what I have and also where they had time on their hand, right? So I think also it's very important to, to try and focus uh, on what you think you're good at and uh uh yeah simply uh, find the right people for uh, for assisting you and i think today also um it's it's very interesting when people get uh, laid off and so on and they're looking for other jobs and um i think society from a big perspective is losing out on so much human talent with Basically, sitting at home. Uh, I'm not saying that when you're looking for a job, you're sim- simply sitting at home, but I do think that there are opportunities of assisting others, uh, especially entrepreneurs, than the future big corporations and so on, right? And it will be looking so much better for your resume instead of saying or having a hole in your CV showing that you were supporting somebody who was trying to achieve something or that you even tried to take your idea to the next level and so on. So it's a lot of things that gets woven into into one in here, I would say.
0: I love that. And I think we talk about it a lot. I mean, you know, our network and Tom will talk to you in a minute about that too. But the important thing I just took from that was something we love to do is have people who are better than us around us. And one of the reasons why we set up this podcast so we could have people who know these things that we don't know and they can help us to grow. And that's, you know, the real reason for the podcast starting and continuing, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Tom, you have a yeah. bit more about network, I think.
1: I do. I do. This is the the, the truest truth that has been spoken all day, um, Nikki, because we... <laughs> We discovered through our own careers that there seems to be this weird secret language out there, these skills, this this like nuggets of information that you can never find on Google. You can find the business model canvas, absolutely. But hearing from people how they deployed it, how they used it, you know, what was its reach, where were its limitations, you can only get from conversations with people like you. So um, we've said it at the beginning, we'll say it again at the end, but just sort of like quick interlude, thank you again so much for being here, Johan. <laughs> so now, the tricky question is, not only what kind of skill sets did you come into NS with but um, what are the kind of skills that um, you were actually lacking on top of this we spoke about coding a little bit but what sort of if you go back to when you started what were the first couple of phone calls that you have made where you said I actually need help with this
2: Uh, I think it has to come back to the coding side really there. And and, I mean, being based in in Geneva, I talked to a lot of people Uh, in the Geneva ecosystem around entrepreneurs and so on. And uh, it was also becoming extremely apparent to me that, uh, uh, well, I don't speak good French. That's one element, of course. How dare uh, you? (laughs) And and then trying to explain yourself in in French with most of the people who prefer to speak French, of course, here, that's one element. But I didn't even feel that uh, I wanted to go down that route. So I felt I rather needed to look for the right coding talents and people in organizations around that uh, in in um, sort of higher, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's it's a tough mix between cost and uh, quality sometimes, right? But uh, I think it's uh, there are opportunities out there today uh, that leads you, in many cases, to utilize uh, talent from Uh, cheaper areas and so on and with cheaper uh, i mean it doesn't mean that it's uh, lower quality right i mean you have to find the right balance so so that was probably it Mm. Uh, it is around the coding but of course then i didn't have accounting i didn't have um Uh, like a a lawyer for any IP discussions and how do I simply set up my company? I mean, it it starts already there, right? How do I register my company here in in Geneva and what should I think about and so on there? Mm. Uh, These were the early things. And then later on, of course, uh, I'm not in marketing. I'm sort of on the other side of the coin with purchasing there. Uh, So uh, how can I uh, do the branding element the communication element the uh yeah it's it's a lot of things that needs to happen there but you need to take it in in turns also and even though uh, i mean it's it's a lot of mountains that you need to overcome and you think that when you get to the top of the first mountain then you're set but on the other side of the, the first mountain there i bet you there's another ridge that you need to get over quite soon. So try and keep your focus and don't jump ahead on all the things that you're missing. Focus on delivering what is the critical element at the time where you are. and and things will work out later on i think
1: those of us living in switzerland absolutely have an advantage here because we're surrounded by mountains so wherever you want to go you're walking (laughs) uphill anyway so just use that skill set on your business um as well i think there was you you mentioned before even if you have a nine-to-five job if you've been recently let off give value to others on the side because you have more potent people in your network than you probably realize so accountants yes ip lawyers yes those are official institutions that you have to go to but is there someone that can give you a quick crash course on coding i promise you there's somebody out there either you're already connected to them through your current platforms or you can you know go search on ant nest obviously um, and <laughs> that can help you out in the early days people want to give value back to those that are um, liberal with their own so i think this is a wonderful wonderful point um but let's talk a little bit about promotion.
0: <laughs> yeah, promotion is the name of the game, right? We need to find a way to promote our company. And and it is a bit daunting out there. I think you even touched on a little bit, Johan, you're not a marketing person. You not necessarily ever had to deal with that. So how are you growing your reach and your visibility without having those skills already?
2: Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, it was all about creating the technical feasibility. And there's really no point in trying to uh sell your concept and so on before it can really be understood right so it's been a long time making with the technical feasibilities and so on but it's absolutely true and as i said before then we are now growing our team uh, and and it's uh, looking mm-hmm. very very good and interesting uh, it's a matter of really having mm-hmm. those people around you that uh, can fit with your mission and vision and passion and uh, that are interested in 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 supporting that right so
0: yeah it always comes back to that I think having the right people around you no matter what like as an athlete I was the same making sure I had people around me that were you know helping me to get to where I needed to go and to be the best I could be um so it's super important we always talk about that I mean look my mind is blown there's so much to to think about, so much to do. I mean, Tom is entering this phase himself, so it's, it's scary, but I know he's going to be great and especially learning from people like you. And thank you so much for, for that. And we're going to have, I think, a few more p- tips. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I just want to add one more thing. I mean, uh, um, Nikki, what you mentioned there in terms of being in sports sure. and sports coaching and so on. There, uh, a lot of people think um, that basically it's while you're in school that you need a teacher, right? But the professional sports industry and so I mean, Roger Federer, he has a lot of different coaches for. Everything, right, for his smash, for his uh, volley, for his serve, for all kinds of different things, just the mentality and everything there. So so a lot of people, I think, do themselves a disservice of really not connecting with the right people and, and so on there. So it's a critical element, Nikki
1: learning never ends and in yes. my experience most people um, are keen to share their knowledge all you have to do is go and actually ask and in return they will probably ask you the same you know and we always think oh experts is this like this one percent this ten thousand repetitions makes an expert if someone's got 10 percent more knowledge in a certain field than you have it is worth listening to them this is actually a seamless transition because <laughs> sneakily in the beginning we mentioned for those of you that are still um, with us at the end of this episode, Johan is going to share his three top tips of things that, if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, you should start doing the second that you're finished with this episode. Johan, <laughs> serve it.
2: You want to hear it immediately, right here, right now.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've sort of alluded a couple of times to a number of things here, but I would say the number one thing that you really need to do is start sharing your ideas to make them come alive i've met so many entrepreneurs who say i have a great idea and okay i say so tell me about it and they basically say no no i can't tell you because then you might steal (laughs) my idea right
0: (laughs) yeah it's completely ludicrous. Yeah, that happens a so, lot, I think. <laughs> yeah.
2: So don't be afraid of sharing your idea. I mean, the idea will evolve and you have still so much more than what you can express in your brain, right? So make sure that you're talking about the idea. It's sad when so many great ideas go follow the people to the grave, right? Uh, they, they thought about it and they never made it happen. So the second point, surround yourself with the right people to read make it happen nobody is good enough or have enough time to do everything by themselves you have to have the right people around you and as a third point then i would say fair pay is fair play we really don't believe in uh, yeah free if you will like what we're receiving from uh, a lot of the current uh, tech giants and and uh, social medias and so on, we really don't think that that is a got, good model for for anybody. It simply means that somebody else is paying and you are the product right so so I think fairness, ethical elements and so on there needs to play a bigger role in the future and I'm absolutely absolutely certain that together we can make it happen and um, we need to have the change right now in society on so many different levels
0: ah i love it so many amazing (laughs) things to take away and just we have the same feeling like sharing sharing is caring Mm, (laughs) Um, sharing knowledge knowledge transfer has been part of huge part of my life but i love still doing it and making other people better as well Is something that i know you're you're very proud and happy to do so thank you so much for for being on the the podcast and sharing all of your wisdom
2: Yeah, no, thank you very much. It's been great uh, being here and you have very good questions and insights. And uh, yeah, I hope I could help you and the audience to some extent. And I'm here and I'm available uh, if people are wanting to connect and so on there
1: brilliant johan thank you now to all of you out there be sure to check out AntNest. we've posted the link in the show notes um, underneath this episode and your favorite podcast player reach out to nikki or myself um, on the platform and then we can uh, make some magic happen so also be sure to check out go higher that is go higher um, podcast on instagram uh, we post a couple of times a week this episode is going to be up as well post your comments and question in the comment section so we can respond and interact a little bit more and get ready for next tuesday because while we spoke about do you want to have a corporate life or an entrepreneurial life there's also a solution in between next week tuesday this side hustle as always gentlewomen gentlemen and everybody in between let's go get it